Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 416. I'm joined by Nikki Guns in this one. We take a look how teams did in the draft for the NFL and the AFC West and the NFC North. We also take a look at some betting props for the season in both those divisions. And then we have a couple mailbag questions from the listeners. We answer those. Remember, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions at the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast, Twitter, and Instagram handles at TalkGambling. We've got a new sponsor for the show, Built Bar. Go to Built Bar, use the promo code JeffreyB10, and choose from some of their... They have a ton of flavors, actually. Choose from some of them. Uh, they got a bunch of flavors, and you, you got chocolate, and you got the orange chocolate cream, like that weird one that's in the Whitman box that nobody ever eats. Um, the salted caramel, mint brownie, banana cream. So go to Built Bar. If you go to www.jeffreybelanger.com, all the free picks are there. And there's a Built Bar banner. I just click on that and you can go right there. And all those picks are absolutely free. They always will be free. And you can help support the cost of the show by buying some Built Bars, clicking on the Amazon banner ad, buying yourself something nice. And if you're going to wager on anything that we suggest, go to MyBookieAG. That's where we like to go to make our picks for online gambling purposes. Go to MyBookieAG. You play, you win, you get paid. Use that promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a sign-up bonus when you do that. And let's get to podcast number 416 with the guns. All right, guns. The big quiz question for you. This is podcast number 416. He wore number 16. This guy's interesting because he was a number one overall pick by the Patriots. He then went to San Francisco. He's a two-time Super Bowl winner. Jim Plunkett. Jim Plunkett, yes. He was uh, born December 5th, 1947, San Jose, California, 6'3", 220. Big He's boy. A big boy. Yep, big boy. Um, San Francisco for one year and mainly known for his day with the Oakland Raiders, L.A. Raiders. Yep. Uh, 1980 Super Bowl MVP, Comeback Player of the Year Award in 1980. He was the Rookie of the Year for New England Patriots in 1971. I wow. did not realize that. I didn't know that either. He also has an NFL record 99-yard touchdown pass, which a lot of people actually have. Big, uh, 25, Big Ben's on that list. What's that? Big Ben's on that list. Yep. I think uh, Eli is, too. I think he threw one to Victor Cruz. Oh, did he? Yeah. I know Juju. He hit Juju for 99 yards. Uh, 25,882 passing yards, 164 touchdowns, 198 interceptions. Wow. (laughs) He's a a college football Hall of Famer. Different game back then, too. Yes, much different game. All right, so you got the AFC West, correct? Correct. I have the NFC North. And then that leaves one division left for us after after this podcast, the AFC East, which will be fun to break down. So I'm going to let you lead off. What team do you want to lead off uh, with? So first? I'm going to go in reverse order this week, and I will start with the team I give the lowest grade to for their can draft. I guess? Can I guess? Yes. I'm going to say you gave the lowest grade to the Las Vegas Raiders. Nope. No. No. Ooh. Now I'm intrigued. The L.A. Chargers. L.A. Chargers. Yep. All right. Um, not a big fan of Herb, uh, Justin Herbert coming out of Oregon. That was their first round pick. Um, Soft. I, 
I I understand why they did it. He has a, a big ceiling. He's a big classic drop back quarterback, and that's the kind of quarterback that I really really like. Uh, his big issue though is his accuracy, and I don't know if I've always wondered this. Can you help? A, I know you can increase arm strength. I know you can increase play recognition, but accuracy is something that to me you either have it or you don't. And I don't. I don't think he has it. Um, I know he played out of. The system he was in in Oregon did not match his skill set. He probably should have went to a different college, but um, he should have played a more pro-style offense in college. Versus also, also a laid-back guy that didn't really yes, take a stranglehold. Not a leader, team. not a you know go-getter. And to be the quarterback, you got to be the alpha. Yeah. Um. You know, like that that Oregon system is those. It's that hurry up and those quick little flips out to the those bubble screens yeah. and those jet. You know, I don't know. I just I don't think the system fit. I just I don't know if he's the guy. I get why they took the chance on him, but I think that number six pick uh, they could have they could have gone elsewhere and helped their team a lot more. Um, I did love the next pick in round two, and that was the inside linebacker out of Oklahoma, Ken Murray. I think this guy's the best linebacker in the class. Uh, size, speed, agility. They needed linebackers, so they got need with the pick, and they got the talent at the same time. Uh, Murray's a great blitzer. Um, he's a uber athlete to add to that. One thing about San Diego, their defense is just loaded with absolute stud athletes. Um, Derwin James. Derwin James. Um, Joey Bosa. Bosa they, they got Linville Joseph, too, from Minnesota, yep. who used to be with the Giants. He did nothing with the Giants. Got the Minnesota blue off. Yep. Uh, they, they Melvin have, Ingram. Yep. They have. No, they got rid of Ingram. No, no, no. The, oh, the linebacker, the, the yes. Line, I'm the, sorry. The yeah. linebacker, yes. Yes, no. So I think they're loaded on defense. Uh, it's going to be their <laughs> offense. But we'll see what Tyrod does out there. Um, last pick that drew some attention for me, uh, round four, they took a running back, Joshua Kelly. He's a tough one-cut runner. Um, he does lack burst, though. I just overall was not impressed with the Chargers draft. Um, I gave them a C for my grade for the uh, L.A. Chargers. The L.A. Chargers. So Never get used to saying that. No. I just call them the Chargers. Yep. I, I, I was like, damn. Oh, that's what I wrote in my paper. Yep. You wrote Oakland? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my first team. I, I let's see, let's see why I gave her a grade. I I'm gonna start off with my lowest grade as well in the NFC North. Who do you think I gave the lowest grade to? I'm gonna say the Green Bay Packers. It was not. Wow. I I gave the lowest grade to the Detroit Lions. It, but I thought this division actually had pretty good drafts. I, I gave them a B minus. Uh, I like Okuda out of Ohio State, but. It's the wrong guy to take that early. And they were desperate to trade out, just like the Giants were. They, no, there was no takers because they are like, I'm not sure they should have took him. They probably should have took Derek Brown. And they have a revolving door in the secondary anyway. He can apply pressure and make their secondary look better. Uh, and I'm the wrong guy to ask about a defensive back early in the draft, especially from Ohio State, because I'm still having like seizures whenever they bring up Eli Apple's oh name. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yep. Uh, from the Giants. It ended very badly. And C.J. Henderson from Florida might be the better defensive back uh, in this draft. And he, what do you go, 10th or 11th? Yep. Something like that. Uh, so I think Derek Brown would have been, been the best. I, I know they tried to trade out, which would have been good, but they couldn't. Uh, at least Akuta's going to contribute right away for them. Uh, second round, 
uh, they get maybe the best running back in the draft, DeAndre Swift, and and you basically have a stud quarterback coming back off of injury. But how how many running backs can they play? I know they you got Carry on Johnson. Took the kid in the second round last year. Carry on Johnson yeah. out of um, Auburn, right? But I don't think you can never. I don't think you can have enough running backs. It's like Ugh, it's like it, having defensive backs. Yeah, four or five of them. Yep. I don't know if I would have taken a second round, and that's the reason why they get a lower grade from me. I I, I just don't think it's something they needed. Um, then third round, uh, they get. A, a speed and power edge rusher, Julian Aquara from Notre Dame. He's going to rotate in with his brother, Romeo, who already plays there. Uh, they have Trey Flowers at the defensive end as well. So they, they, they're a little bit better on the defensive line. That might help their defensive backfield. Um, they moved up to get Jonah Jackson from Ohio State. They must love the Ohio State guys. Uh, he's a guard. Uh, he's going to compete for a spot right away. Uh, so, you know, first – Two days, they get four contributors right away that's going to help their team, which is pretty good. That's why it's a B- minus and not in the C range for me. Uh, they get Matthew Stafford back, major upgrade. Uh, late picks, they took a flyer on uh, Logan Sternberg from Kentucky. Uh, wide receiver, Quinton uh, Cephas from Wisconsin. Uh, they took a kid from New Mexico State in the fifth round. Defensive tackle, John Passini. Uh, pretty good from Utah. That might be the surprise because that Utah defense was pretty good. So he might be a surprise guy in their defensive rotation up there. And they took another defensive lineman from Ohio State, and three guys from Ohio State in one draft uh, by the Detroit uh, Lions there. Uh, some interesting lines on the uh, Lions. Uh, on my bookie AG, you play, you win, you get paid at my bookie AG. Uh, Lions minus one and a half at home versus the Bears open a weekend. Right. For them to win the Super Bowl is plus 9,000. Don't wow. waste your money there. Wow. Stafford. This one kind of intrigued me a little bit. The only thing I don't trust is Patricia's the coach. They're probably going to run a lot. He's plus 5,000 to win the MVP. Wow. If they get 10 wins and he throws for 4,500 yards, which, he could be the MVP. Which he can do. Exactly. The over, the win total for them, six and a half. The over is minus 135. The under is 105. Their schedule, not that bad. Now, and uh, Nick's laughing because last year my sleeper team to make the playoffs was the Detroit Lions. <laughs> yep. And they were pretty good when Stafford was there, and yep. then he got hurt. Uh, Stafford, comeback player of the year, Hoya Hoops. This is my pick, not your, not your boy uh, uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, plus 700 for comeback player of the year. Very capable of that. Absolutely, yep. Um, I'm not sure what Baker Mayfield's coming back from. Uh, just being... His poor play? Yeah, absolutely. Dude. Coming back yep. from, from Freddie Kitchens? Yes. Is that just, make him comeback yeah, player of the year? That's absolutely <laughs> what it is, dude. Yep, the guy, he got dealt a raw deal with that guy as his coach. This is another intriguing one for you. How many people do they have to throw the ball to? Galladay's a monster. And who else? You're right. Yep. Galladay, plus 1,200 for most receiving yards in the NFL. Ooh. That might be worth a flyer. Yep. Uh, Lions, most losses, plus 1,000. Uh, DeAndre Swift, plus 2,200 for rookie of the year. Matt Patricia, coach of the year, plus 3,000. They get to 10 and 6. He could be coach of the year. Um, their odds to win the North, plus 650. I don't see it with the Vikings and Packers there. 
Uh, to win the NFC plus 4,000, I believe the Detroit Lions haven't been to the NFC Championship game in 27 or 28 years. <laughs> wow. To make the playoffs is plus 400. To miss the playoffs, minus 600. So, Thing just, is, that, that division to me. I think it's wide open. I, I, I think Minnesota's loaded, and I think Green Bay is still going to. I think Green Bay's downhill. I like Minnesota a lot. I'm yep. going to get to them later. But Detroit and Chicago, they have a puncher's chance. Yep. They have a puncher's chance. All right, before we get to the first break, let's uh, get an email bag question. A mail bag question. Email bag question. Josh from Lakeland, Florida. Coach, you are a big supporter of the Lions prior to 2019 season. Any repeat of backing this dumpster fire of a franchise again in 2020? You, you I, sound like you're in. You sound like you're in again. It sounds like it's, uh, I think jo- Josh I know is a Tigers fan. So <laughs> I'm guessing he's a Lions fan, but a disgruntled Lions fan. All right. That's not our boy Josh from. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, no, from no, Vegas. No. All right. No. S- starting the year with two division games. Is not something I like for the Lions. They get the Bears. I like that they had the Bears at home. Then they go to Packers on the road in week two. And then they got the Cardinals at home in week three. And that was a, a decent game last year. They can go two and one in those first three games, get a little rolling. Then they have the Saints. They come out of that two and two. I like their chances for eight wins or more. If they go one and three, oh, and four. I think you're going to have like one of those Monty Burns uh, Simpsons episodes where Smithers is going, well, we figured out how to get 114 knife wounds out of the back. Uh, just need uh, oh, yeah. one more. Like, Patricia will be Patricia, gone. Patricia will be bloody. Yep. Uh, they need a strong start. This is what they have going for them. The Bears stink. Uh, the Cards game, oh, the Cardinals game is on the road where they tied last year. They should have won. Remember the one thing. The Bears with Foles. But he's with, not He's not going to start right away. They're going to go with Trubitsky. I don't know. They're going to go with Trubitsky. They know. have to. That general manager invested so much money in Trubisky. They're going to start with Trubisky and then go to Foles. But they just, they're, they, gonna, they're doing the Tennessee Titan blueprint. They didn't pick up the fifth year on, on Trubisky. Yeah, but they didn't with Mariota either. It's the Tennessee Titan blueprint. I'm telling you. All right, but I'm telling you if Foles comes out as a starter when he's healthy. Yeah. The dude wins football games, so right. we'll see. We'll see how that goes down. This is what I like for the Lions. Stafford's back, second year in a row with the same offensive coordinator. Uh, that, that hasn't happened quite often for him. Year three for Patricia. Last year, I think you got to give him a pass because Stafford got hurt. The backup situation was oh, awful. nightmare, god awful. Yep. Uh, long story short, I like the Lions. I actually like Matt Patricia. I see a path to eight wins. If they play at home and they steal a couple games at home, this is these are the four home games they have at home: the Bucks, the Texans, the Colts, and the Saints. That's a tough. Oh yeah, that's a tough non-league home schedule. I think they can be in the hunt in December. I'm not sure they can get there, but I think they can be in a hunt. So, what's his name from Florida? This is Josh from Lakeland, Florida. Josh. So you hear it. You hear it right here. The coach again, is tying his wagons to the Lions in Detroit, and he's going to ride the Lions, and he he believes in the Lions and Matt Patricia. I, on the other hand, think it's a dumpster fire. 
<laughs> he agrees no. with the guns I, agrees with Josh. Yes, no go. All right, this is a good time to take our first break. Let's, let's, we got my bookie AG. If you want to bet on that dumpster fire known as the Detroit Lions, go to my bookie AG. You play, you win, you get paid at my bookie AG. You click on the NFL, you can go to win totals. You can get the Lions at over six and a half wins at minus one thirty-five. And if you want Korean baseball league action, the coach is up. 7.58 units on the year so far, although I, I lost two games yesterday in a row. Uh, two, two yesterday. Oh, and two yesterday. Uh, go to MyBookie AG. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookie AG. Use that promo code DARTH, as in Darth Wager, D-A-R-T-H, when you check out. All right, Nick. NFC West. Uh, AFC West. Who's your second worst draft? My second worst draft, and people are going to be surprised about this, but it is the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh, I'm going to give them a C plus on this one. Um, I am not a huge fan of running backs. Uh, I mentioned, you know, pre-draft, there was a guy, the Steelers, I thought might it might fit if he fell uh, to round two, and that was Clyde Edwards-Alaire, the running back at LSU, and that's who Kansas City took. The one thing Kansas City did not need was more firepower on offense. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, I know Andy Reid. He'll figure a way to use them all, too. He's had those guys. Westbrook, he's always had that dominant back that can explode, can catch the ball, can make huge plays. Um, they've got a veteran there. And, I mean, between the two the two guys last year, they did fine. My thing with El- um The other guy should have been. The, was he in the MVP of the Super Bowl? He could have been Williams, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a he had a big game. Edwards Alaire, he's not big, but he runs hard. He's, they have him. They have him down as a starter right now. He, I'm sure he's going to get burned. He's super physical. Uh, he runs with that punishing style of football. I think that's why Reed fell in love with him. They want to establish that physicality in Kansas City. Uh, this guy, you're not going to tackle him one on one. He pushes the pile. He's a great receiver. Um, he reminds a lot of people. They're saying his build and his his running style reminds him a lot of Ray Rice. And back in the day, Ray Rice was a monster. And listen, here's the thing with Kansas City: you're never going to stack the box on them. No. You got to always rotate that safety to Hill. So there's a good chance if I were going to pick a rookie of the year on offense, it could be Edwards Alaire if he if he gets burned. I'll but look up those odds as you talk. I am not a big fan of taking a running back in round one. Um, second Me round. Either. Yeah, uh, running backs to me, <laughs> dime a dozen. But I'll ground two, uh, Willie Gay Jr., linebacker out of Mississippi State. Like him a lot. Uh, this is my favorite pick for Kansas City. This guy really moves. He might, he might get a little time this year. He moves really well for his size. He's really good in coverage, and I think that's why they drafted him. Hilaire is the second favorite for rookie of the year behind Joe Burrow at plus 400. Okay, so that's something to, to look at. Um Willie Gay Jr. had three picks, uh, seven passes defended in 31 games. He will stick his face in the fan. When it comes to stuffing that run, he's in there pounding dudes. Um, He's missed a lot of time with injuries, and he's had some off-the-field issues, and that's what made him fall. So I always worry about guys like this because the Steelers have dealt with guys with off-field issues. The Chiefs' record with guys with off-field issues is not good. I agree. <laughs> so that was their second pick. Round three, they took Nyang, a tackle out of TCU. Uh, he tore his labrum in his hip after the seventh game last year. He missed the rest of the year. 
Um, my only worry with him, he played in an up-tempo offense. He he never really had to pass block uh, for a long time. They you know they were always getting rid of the ball real quick. I think he'll be there for depth. And then their last pick that uh, Drew mentioned to me was Legarius Sneed. He's a DB out of Louisiana Tech, but he played safety uh, last year. But they're going to move him to corner. Um, just not overly thrilled with that Kansas City team. I mean, they're still loaded. They're still going to be the favorite. I'm going to give their draft a C plus. Chiefs with a C plus. I was an easy grader with the NFC North. I can tell you that. I'm strict. Yeah. Uh, I got the Bears, and everybody was down on the Bears. I'm actually giving them a B plus, and they had no first rounder, basically Khalil Mack. Okay, so they had the 43rd overall pick in the second round. Okay, and it was Cole Komet, maybe the best tight end in the draft. And everybody gave them shit. Oh, they have a ton of tight ends on the roster. Like, yeah, but they weren't that good. And this guy's young. And Trubisky, you know, having a good tight end is for a shaky quarterback. Let's just put it that way. And he's more than shaky. I think he's going to start the year. I think he is basically Mariota uh, 2.0 this year. Yeah, I don't think he's starting. And and he's going to start, and they're going to go one and three. And then in comes Nick Foles. And I think that it's good that they have him there. And Nick Foles needs a tight end as well because he did very well with, with the Eagles when they had a tight end. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Jimmy Graham, who they signed as a free agent. He'll at least draw some attention for the wide receivers. Uh, their other second-round pick, Jalen Johnson out of Utah, defensive back. He's going to see the field. He, it, Utah's got a, a very good team, uh, defense uh, in college football. They didn't pick again until the fifth round. They had three picks. They took a defensive end, Trevor Gibson from Tulsa, uh, Kendall Vildor, a defensive back from Georgia Southern, and Daryl Mooney, a wide receiver from Tulane. Seventh round, they had two picks. Um, Offensive lineman Arlington Hambry from uh, Colorado, and Lachavius Sim is an offensive tackle from Tennessee State. So they fill needs, at least in those spots. I like what what they did. They have a good defense already. It regressed a little last year. After losing uh, Vic Fangio, I think they'll pick it up again. They had, you got to remember, two years ago, they were on that high curve of a team that created a lot of turnovers, and that always reverses. It's going to come back the other way. Their defense is going to be much better this year. They'll make their offense look better. I think once Trubisky gets benched, their defense will look better because it won't be so depressing watching the offense play anymore. I, I, I really. Like what they did in the draft, I think the tight end because they already they have Allen Robinson at, at court, yeah. uh, wide receiver yeah. now who's very good. But they got a bunch of good wide they, receivers. Yeah, yeah, they yep. got they have a guy that now can go over the middle. Tariq yep. Cohen out of the backfield is pretty good. I, I I like what they did. Here's some numbers for you. I already told you the Bears are getting a point and a half at the Lions, and a lot of people are picking the Bears, which makes me think it's the Lions. Another way, I'm just saying. Super Bowl for the Bears, plus 6,700. This is a team that was in the playoffs a couple of years ago that were pretty good. Their win total number is eight. Over is minus 110. Under is minus 120. So Vegas is kind of with the Bears a little bit. Khalil Mack, defensive player of the year, plus 950. Oof, that's always a possibility. Yep. NFL pass passing leader. Trubisky, you get plus 10,000. Don't do it, folks. You can Don't take do that it. To the, yeah, to the woodshed. Uh, NFL receiving yards leader. 
If it wasn't for Drabisky starting the first four games of the year, I might go with it. Allen Robinson's plus 4,000. Coach of the year, Matt Nagy, plus 4,500. He's got a puncher's chance. NFC North champs, plus 450. NFC champs, plus 1,800 to make the playoffs. Bears make the wild card, plus 150. And they added a team this year, so. Yeah. Did they add the team this year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, no, it's it. I think it's next year. Okay. It might be wrong, though. Uh, missed the playoffs in minus 180. All right. Can the can the Bears get to 10 wins? No. No. So th- that takes away Nagy as, as coach of the year. The last coach to win coach of the year with less than 10 wins, I believe, was Jimmy Johnson for, for the Cowboys. The Bears could start fast. This is their schedule. This is why you might like the over. At the Lions, Giants home. At the Falcons, Colts home, Bucks home, at the Panthers, at the Rams. Wow. Not exactly murderer's row there, Nick. Nope, nope. Start fast. Get a little confidence for Trubisky. <laughs> yeah. Mitchie the kid. Or, or Big Dick Nick is in there throwing <laughs> lasers. Yep. <clears throat> so... There's there's my uh, there's my Chicago Bears. What, what's your? Uh, do, we'll do two teams in this middle segment. What's your next team in the AFC West? What do you got? Uh, so my third best team draft wise, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. The Broncos. I'm going to give them a B. All right. I'm I'm a tough grader. Uh, round one. I didn't really like their draft. Jerry Judy, the wide receiver out of Bama. Um, some people said he was the number one receiver in this class. Uh, great route runner. Good athlete, super fast. Only drawback for Judy drops at times. Um, some of those. The only other drawback is that he's got uh, um, <laughs> uh, Drew Locke thrown to him too. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I like I like the pick as an athlete or Jeff Driscoll. Yes, or Brett Rippin. Yep. Not um, exactly. Uh, you know what? You know what that quarterback room looks like? The Jaguars room. The only thing I, I that this is. The one thing I'm up, and we'll talk about this on a different show, but I think these teams, the Broncos and the Raiders, are going about it the wrong way as far as yeah. they're trying to overtake KC. You're not going to outspeed and outshoot Kansas City. Nope. I think the way to attack Kansas City is power football. Colts. Smash, run the ball, control the clock, keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. If you're going to try to go blow for blow, you're telling me Drew Locke, regardless of what they drafted, is going to go blow for blow and put up 40 on Kansas City. Keep Mahomes giving them- will drop 60 on you. Like, it's not going to happen. Feed the ball to Philip Lindsay. I Feed agree. Feed the ball to Royce Freeman and keep the ball out of Drew Locke's hands. They've got Melvin Gordon now. Uh, Melvin yeah, Gordon too, San right. Yep. So, anyway, I'm wondering if their acquisition of Gordon means – they want to transition to more of a power game, but then their first two picks are receivers. So, it, but they, you know what though? But they all they had was Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I know. Wide so they had, they had nothing, no wide right, receivers. Yeah, no, they lost um, Emmanuel Sanders. He's right. going to be a free agent. So, second pick, uh, round two, KJ Hamler out of Penn State, another big play threat, super athlete. Um, his only problem injuries, and he's undersized, and he he had a lot of trouble in traffic, but he could be a slot. Monster. We'll see how that works out there. 
Uh, third round, I love when teams draft offensive linemen. They took the center out of LSU. That's what I wanted the Giants to get. Oh, I love that dude, man. He's just a stud. He's He's got good size, long arms. He's mature. He's just like a solid plug-and-play Put him in there, and you don't got to worry about the guy for the next 10 years. So I, I really like that. So this is what you got to like about Denver. Their first three picks, all starting. Yes. They're all on They're the gonna field. They're going to walk in and, and play, right? And, and I'm going to let you talk about the fourth-round pick. He's probably going to get on the field, too. I think too. he's going to start, too. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, say his name. Okay, yeah. Wooga Booga. Ajamija <laughs> out of, at the corner out of Iowa. Um, I was thinking of the tight end. Okay, no, I'm t- I'm going with the corner. Okay, out of, out of Iowa, guy. Oh, was, I forgot uh, about him. Yeah. Senior Bowl standout. Yep. Um, dominated at the combine. Good sized. You know, if you're coaching at, at Iowa, uh, with friends there, you're you're you yeah. know football, dude. So he he's been coached well. His only issue, he's not a great tackler, but he'll be able to cover. He'll be able to you know provide a lot of depth for them. I think he might start. And then the last pick in the third round is they took a a D tackle out of Arkansas. He's he's strictly depth, so yep. I'm going to give the Denver Broncos a B, and that leaves one team left for my top grade of that division. And the coach, I, I'm is not, not I'm happy with it. I'm going to give my top grade. This is my, my team that had the best draft in the NFL. In the NFL. In the NFL, A plus, and they got an A plus from the year before too. The Minnesota Vikings. These guys just get it done. Last year they had three or four seventh-round picks, and they all played. They all started. That That's a hell of a job by them. Yep. Um, last year, cornerback uh, Chris Boyd, Obias Johnson, Dylan uh, Dylan Mitchell, they all contributed for, for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, so they found gold in the past in, in the late rounds. They probably will again this year. Uh, they had plenty of those picks in 2020. I think they had four seventh-round picks this year. Uh, they had defensive end uh, Kenny... Uh, Wilkind from Willikind from Michigan State, safety Brian Cole from Mississippi State. They're going to be helpful in the seventh round. They got QB Nate Stanley in the seventh round. Uh, he was he was awesome uh, in the Big Ten play. Uh, very good in college for Iowa, and they got uh, Kyle Hinton uh, out of Washburn. Their first round pick, Justin Jefferson. He's on plug in, cheaper price, less headaches than Stephon Diggs. Although we do like Dig. You know, <laughs> digging at Vegas when he hit, scored that touchdown. Uh, you know, TCU, uh, their uh, next round pick, cornerback uh, Jeff Gladney uh, out of TCU, always a solid defense. Uh, Ezra Cleveland from Boise State is on help right away in the offensive line. Uh, Cameron Dantler, cornerback in the third round from Mississippi State, physical corner. They had seven picks between rounds four and six. The best, I'm not going to go through them all. The best of the bunch is linebacker Troy Dye from Oregon. Uh, j- just as always, a fantastic job by the Vikings in the draft. And here's some of the odds for the Vikings for next year, Nick. Let's look at these. Week one, they're home against Green Bay, minus three and a half. That seems a little dangerous against Aaron Rodgers. What do you think? Uh, seems dangerous. All right. Yep. Uh, S- Super Bowl, for them to win it. Plus thirty three hundred. Wow, I like that. I like that too. Yep. Throw MVP Kirk Cousins plus nine thousand. Just can't. They they if know, they have I, a great I know, year. I can't see it happening. Me Not with Dalvin Cook there. Yep. Their win total is only nine. The over is minus one ten. Under is minus one twenty. I think that 
you and I disagree on this. I think that NFC North is going to be difficult. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I think all the teams are decent. But I think they can go over that. Yeah. Uh, most receiving yards. Adam Thielen. No Stefan Diggs to take yep. take throws away, right? Yep. Plus 3,300. How about most rushing yards? You know how Mike Zimmer loves to run the ball. Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Beast. If he stays on the field, plus 1,000. Wow. Okay. Most regular season wins. You take the Vikings. It's plus 2,200. All these lines are at MyBookieAG. Use promo code DARTH at checkout. <laughs> Coach of the year, Mike Zimmer, plus 3,000. That could happen. All right. NFC North champ, plus 145. Like that, yep. Positive money. Yep. NFC champions, plus 1,500. Make the playoffs, minus 130. Miss the playoffs, even money. Uh, they have seven teams with better odds to win the NFC than the Vikings. Wow. Yeah, is that shocking to you? Yeah, that's that surprised me. They're there. Can you this? Can you I name? I could name a few, but I'm um, not. I'm not pulled up on my bookie. AJ, go ahead. Try right. to name them. Niners. Niners is one. Seattle. Seattle is uh, no, Niners are number one, two, three, four, five. Seattle's number six. All right. Uh, Vikings are number eight. Okay, we'll go to. The north, uh, so that's okay. And then we'll go. No, we'll go to the south. Um, oof. Go east. <laughs> it's tough. Can you imagine all these teams have better odds than the Vikings to win the NFC? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is three plus five hundred. Tied for two, tied for second. The Saints. The Saints. That's plus five hundred. I got five, right? You have five. You have Seattle, Tampa, New Orleans, San Fran. You didn't say anybody from the East yet. Wait, I said Seattle. Yep. San Fran. San Fran. New Orleans. New Orleans. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. All right, that's four. I thought I said one more. Um, I gotta give it to you. Both. Oh, no. Both NFC, Philly. Philly and Dallas are both plus one thousand. Said Dallas too, yeah. And then the other one, Green Bay is plus nine hundred. They have better odds. I went to Green Bay. Oh. Okay. The Vikings odds. I must have wrote those odds down uh, earlier in the week. They're now plus fifteen hundred. Wow. To win the NFC. <clears throat> okay. uh, here's a mailbag question before the break. Eric from Austin, Texas. I know he's a Cowboys fan. New NFL rule, Nick. You ready? New yep. NFL rule proposal. Could lead to some late game backdoor covers, in your opinion? Absolutely. The I, fourth and fifteen yep, rule. I hope they pass it. Uh, word out of uh, my connections on the ground in the, in the NFL, which aren't many, but I, I got a few, uh, is that it's not going to get voted in this year. But it's almost it's like something there. It'll barely not make it this year, but in the next two years, it'll it'll be in the league. But I would love it right now. Like, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the chance of an onside kick, 10%. It's, you know, they're still keeping... less than 10%. It was 6% last year. It's usually still, 11. Right. Still keeping it in the game. So and, you, you can, and you can still onside kick. Right. You can still do it if you want, but you I... You can only do 4th and 15 twice. The NFL wants the game decided by quarterbacks. Right. Not... Kickers. Dudes 
Squid, slamming into right, each other. Exactly. And, you know, a train, a car crash, and somebody's gouging somebody's eyes out, yeah, yeah. grabbing nutsacks and, and getting a ball. So I agree. Let's do it. Don't wait. I, I, I like the opportunity for backdoor covers. And not necessarily because if you don't get it, now it's fourth and 25. Now it's, now you're at the 25-yard line. Now the other team gets it. They're in field goal range. You yep. use your timeouts. Now they're added points. Right. To their team. And you know, like late in games sometimes when teams get momentum and the other team is just gassed. Yep. I could see some fourth and 15s getting completed for big or pass interference calls, like moving the chains and here we go. I, I've got another onside kick rule for you. This is what we use in flag football. When uh, back in my early 20s, mid 20s, we were we won the, the, the world championship down in Jacksonville, Florida the team I was on and you could onside kick and this is how you did it. You kicked off. If you kicked in the end zone, it was a touchback. You didn't get the ball, but if you could kick it before the goal line and if the ball hits twice on a kickoff, it's dead. If it lands twice inside that 20 yard line, the other team, you get the ball there. Or if you kick it off to your opponent and you can grab their flag before they can get to the 20, it's your ball. So what if the NFL said, all right, you kick off. If you can get that kick returner and tackle him inside the 20-yard line, it's your ball. I don't think you should get it on the 20-yard line, but you can get it back at the 40. Uh, we, I'd have to think about that one. Yeah, it, it's it, possible. You really have yeah. to have some good coverage teams. Again, though, right, you're, you're putting in play the kicker and you're – yeah. But it's football. It yes. Is, it's right. a strategy, and right. you have to have a good, good kick return game. Right. You have to have a good kick return coverage. They're trying to discourage those car wrecks, and there, yeah. would, be, there would be car wrecks on those yeah. kind of plays, dude. Yeah. yeah. The fans would like it. <laughs> yeah, but there would be car wrecks, yes. All right. Good time to take a break uh, before the third segment. Don't forget to visit www.jeffreybelanger.com. When you're there, all the picks. Right now, it's just... Korean Baseball League and the Taiwan Baseball League. But NHL just opened up. Uh, Darth Wager's NHL, NHL page is there for you to do picks, and they're going to have a 2014 playoff uh, coming up soon. And uh, all the picks are free when you're there. Click on the Amazon banner ad. Buy yourself something nice. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. I also have a MyBookie banner ad there. Click on that and sign up at MyBookieAG. You play when you get paid. And also, we have Built Bar. And Hey, under 200 calories, only four carbs in, in most of the bars. So if you're giving your kids those bars to snack on, there's not a lot of sugar in it. That's exactly what you're looking for. Built Bar, uh, click on the banner ad for them. And uh, if you don't want to go on the website, use Jeffrey B 10 When you sign up, you get a 10% off. But if you go on the uh, website and you click on it, first-time buyer, they give you $10 off of Built Bar when you do that. All right, your last team, your best graded team Which in is the AFC West, West. The one you didn't like. Is the Las Vegas Raiders. No. Yeah, whatever. I, I wrote down Oakland, but yeah, they're not Oakland. They're going to be Las Vegas Raiders, but they're the LA Raiders. So you like their draft. I liked. Oh, here's You're the one of the few. Here's A lot the, of people didn't like the Lions draft, uh, the Bears draft. I didn't I did. like the Bears draft. Um, here's the thing again. I disagree with the strategy that they are approaching to take out Kansas City. Again, they think they're going to hang 40 
and outscore Kansas City. And their defense, though, they have no defense, so they have to score Absolutely. to go against them. And At least Denver has a defense. They have, right. San Diego has a defense. Right. And Gruden is a great offensive coach. Um, and I think he can I, – I like the talent. I'm grading just off the talent that was drafted. Not the scheme or or the you know what what they're going to do with their with their teams, but again, I I think they're approaching the way to take out Kansas City the wrong way. But I understand it. Today's NFL game is about scoring, putting up, having like Tyreek Hill that can catch a ball and take it eighty yards and score on big plays, especially with a guy like Carr who's not throwing deep. He's not gonna, you know, sling the ball over the yard. He's gonna throw a, a fifteen yard slant and hope somebody takes the distance. Yeah, and the, you know, they got crap for taking wide receivers in the first round, the third round. Their their wide receivers weren't great. No, I mean they got Hunter Renfro, yeah. Ty, Tyrell Nothing Williams, there. Zay Nothing Jones, there. Nelson right. Aguilar. Like, asking uh, yep. and uh, round one, Henry Ruggs out of Bama, fastest forty at the combine. Uh, the guy was five hundredths of a second short of the record from John Ross. Um, not only that, he's a great special teams player. So he's a punt returner. He's a kick returner. He can run any route, you know, on the tree, a playmaker. Uh, his only drawback is history of injuries. But I think all those Uber athletes like Tyreek and, you know, those quick twitch guys, they all can pull hamstrings. I think it's just part of their nature because of how explosive they are. So that was his only drawback. The guy was a game breaker at Alabama. Uh, another Their second round, uh, excuse me, round one, their second pick, uh, Damon Arnett, the cornerback out of Ohio State. Guy is undersized, but he is tenacious. Great open field tackler, great cover man. Um, I think uh, day one and their cornerbacks aren't great. They have no. Prince Akamura and, right. and Ty- Trayvon Mullen. So yeah. this guy is going to day one. So there's two starters right off the rip. At on- worst, he's a slot. He's a slot right. corner. Exactly. A nickel corner. Um, round three, they took another receiver, uh, Lynn Bowden. Oh, um, that's my favorite player in the draft. Kid out of Kentucky. That's my favorite player in the draft. He led Kentucky in passing yardage and receiving, rushing yardage yes. and receiving yardage. Right. He is just. Flat out a football player. He's the Uber athlete that, that they they that, were like, dude, like, I love we, that pick. We need a quarterback. Like, can you play? Sure. And he, he played and led them to uh he went six and two as a starting quarterback and he was their leading receiver. He's he's phenomenal. Yeah, I love that yep, guy. Yeah. I love that guy. Um so again only one I like more is the uh McKenzie, the kid from UCF that got his knee blown up oh, yeah. a year ago. Yep, That's yep. I love that. So again, you're adding another athlete that can just take a game over make explosive plays technically listed as a running back but he's yes. gonna be all over the he'll field. be all over the field he'll be and all gruden over the will field. find ways to oh. use him yep um brian edwards they took the receiver out of south carolina he's more that classic uh like jeffries type outside receiver like Big, big dude, runs great routes. He could be out Zay Jones and Nelson Aguilar. Right. A throw-it-up guy on the outside and and make plays. And then I love Tanner Moore out of Clemson, dude, the linebacker. He is just tough as hell. Tackling machine. Um, I I love those kind of like, you know, underrated uh, Zach Thomas, like going to be in your face, stick your face in the fan, make tackles, draft. They got a lot of talent. 
and I think Rudin is the coach to be able to put them those guys. They they win the draft for me for the AFC West. All right, this team did not win the draft, but I did like what they did, and that's the Green Bay Packers. I give them an A. Wow, putting their balls on the table, taking Jordan Love just like they did when they took uh, uh, Rogers. Rogers, uh, you know, maybe not the. Same path as Rodgers, but eerily similar. Uh, the second round pick didn't catch the ball because they didn't throw the ball because of what that team does offensively at BC. That wasn't because A.J. Dillon can't catch the ball. Um, he's a bruiser at running back. I know BC had a good offensive line, but he's going to provide depth at that running pe- uh, running back position. Uh, third round pick, uh, Josiah Degura from Cincinnati. Uh, they got an inside linebacker, uh, Kamal Martin. Uh, they got a six-round John Runyon from Michigan. And they got a center, uh, Jake Hansen out of Oregon. Uh, offensive tackle in the sixth round out of Indiana. Uh, they they had a lot of picks. And, you know, they, they were a game away from the Super Bowl last year. Game away. And they didn't get any starters in this draft, if you think about it. Because uh, AJ Dillon's not starting. Nope. That's what I wonder. What Jordan Love is not starting. You got enough for. You got to understand the modus operandi of the Green Bay Packers. When do they sign free agents? Never. The, everything is homegrown there. They've got depth <clears throat> everywhere now with all those picks that they had, and you know they're still a very good team. They have. Rodgers that can carry a team at any in any game uh, when nothing is working, uh, and but they, it's just what the Green Bay Packers do. They just constantly reload behind all these starters, and they'll eventually move in because they're not going to sign these guys to long term deals. When when the running back there, what's this? Who's he? What's he? Uh, Aaron Jones. He, when he it's time for him to go, he's gone. Devontae Adams. When it's time for him to go, he's gone. And they just next guy up, next guy up. That's how they roll. Uh, Rodgers to win MVP plus 1800 Nick I don't like it I just don't see it with that offense yeah. NFC North champs plus 160 I like the Vikings better minus 110 to the over minus 120 to the under I look at that team and when you when you talk about regression to the mean there's no team more to me a 13 win team they yeah. got Real fortunate last year. I don't see it happening again. And, and that's where thirty three hundred. They had thirteen wins last year. Yep. So they need fourteen, fifteen, or sixteen wins yeah, for him to win coaching. Not, year. not happen. happening. Uh, the them to win the Super Bowl is plus thirty five hundred. I don't see that. Uh, passing regular season passing yards. Rods plus fifteen uh, fifteen hundred. I don't see that happening either. They lost. Uh, Balaga from that offensive line. I yeah. think. I think they're. I think Green Bay is going to regress. I, they shouldn't have been as good as they were last year. They, Horribly. They, yep. Yep. Uh, Devonte Adams. Now you don't think they're going to be good. That means they're going to have to pass a lot. Play so maybe yep. Rodgers passing yards. Who does Rodgers have to throw the ball to? Nobody but Devonte. That's why they should have drafted a damn receiver. Hey, Devonte Adams. Yep. Most passing yards in the NFL plus fourteen hundred. I like that one. Yep. Uh, most rushing yards, Aaron Jones, plus 3,500. Don't mm-hmm. like that one. To, for them to win the NFC, plus 900. For them to make the playoffs, minus 150 to miss the playoffs, plus 120. 
I, I like Devontae Adams' most receiving yards because Rodgers has nobody else to throw the ball to. Nope. So, all right, last mailbag question. We wrap up the podcast. You ready, Nick? Yes. This is Cole from Tom Tom's River, New Jersey. He's a Giants fan. Coach, as a Giants fan, what are your expectations for this upcoming season? What are your expectations, Nick? Tom, unfortunately, I think Big Blue is in for a rough year. Um, year two for Jones. Um, I, I, you know, I told people last year on this podcast he'd be starting by week four. You were correct, and uh, he was on it. Um, and he had that opening game against Tampa Bay. We were at the, the trolley up yep. in Willie, and he he led Ran that comeback, and it was incredible. Um, and then he regressed a little. I still a think. Little? I still think he's going to be very good. Um, I still think they made the right choice with him. Uh, my issues with Big Blue is I think a struggle on defense, and I think outside of their running game with Barkley, and I know they're really trying to improve that offensive line, and I think that offensive line will be improved this year. I just don't see a lot of playmakers on offense, and I think they're going to have a hard time scoring points and keeping up with these teams in the NFL. And I, I don't think their defense is good enough to, to hold people down. So um, their division, I don't think, is super strong. But Dallas and Philly are formidable. Redskins are going to be a dumpster fire. I don't think it's going to be a, a great year for Big Blue. I think this is a rebuilding year. Um, let's see what Jones got. Let him let him play the year out and see, see how he develops as a, as a quarterback. And, uh, hey, you got a new coach. You know, you got a new regime in there. He's going to set things the way he wants to set it. I think they're going to rely heavily on the run. I don't think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. I just don't see a lot of explosive plays there on offense, and I don't see a lot of playmakers on defense. I think it's going to be a long year for Big Blue. I, there's three things that you have to look for as a Giants fan this year. Number one, this is year two for Daniel Jones, and this is a big year for him. We need to find out. Does he make the leap? Is he above average quarterback? Or his this is what I'm afraid of. Or is he someone that doesn't have a feel for the game? And that's why he's always getting strip sacked and fumbling all over the place. He just doesn't have a feel for the game. And you know if he's could be a, if he's just a, an if he's just an average quarterback, they're a middle they're a middle of the road team or worse going forward right. from this year. He could be but that could be a little Tiki Barber type stuff too, well, where hope. you just learn where to hold the ball and so, manage the game better. So that's the number one key for the Giants right. this year. We need to find out what Daniel Jones is. I'm yep. not even worried about wins and losses no. this year. Nope. Number two, the coaching staff. You got Joe Judge, kind of a surprise pick mm -hmm. as a head coach. You got a new offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett, who is probably better suited to be an offense coordinator than a head coach. Agree. They have a new defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham. That's a lot of new faces, a lot of new schemes. You don't have OTAs. You don't, all you're doing is Zoom meetings with your teams. It's going to be a very difficult, at least start to the year for the New York Giants, in my opinion, because of all the new coordinators, head coach. It's going to be very tough for them. They, they, they do have a very good special teams coordinator, Thomas uh, McGahey, uh, McGahey, who was there last year. He's outstanding. Maybe should have been a head coach, but they're not going to hire from within a head coach. But that guy's freaking good. Um, so this is what, number two, what they need to do with this coaching staff, 
They need to develop their team identity this year. Okay? Who are they? It can't be Daniel Jones throwing 40 times a game. Absolutely not. Yep. It can't be. Nope. Because then it's killing your defense, and it's 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 killing Jones. And your best player is Barkley. Right. Right. So they need to, they need a team identity. That's what they need to establish this year. So they need, what is Daniel Jones? They need a team identity. Number three, they need to finish the year strong. Because we know the beginning of the year is going to be rough because of the lack of continuity, because not, not able to practice with these guys. It's going to be difficult. Their last five games, Nick. At the Seahawks, Cardinals home, Browns home, at the Ravens, Cowboys home. Oh, my goodness. That doesn't They're losing s- all five. Yeah, that doesn't sound easy. Yeah. They're losing all five. They and, could be and, – and this is why what is Daniel Jones is going to be important. They could be in the runner for Trevor – in the running for Trevor Lawrence. With that schedule, they have, their schedule's brutal. And remember, and, and they've been talking about this already, and you just touched on it. Veteran teams with everybody in place are going to have a huge advantage yep. come the start of the season. The Giants definitely don't have that. And expect nothing out of your rookies. Like these teams that have drafted these high-end guys, plug and play, you know, the first top 10, don't expect much out of any rookies out of this class. They're not getting the OTAs. They're not getting the rookie mini camps. Yep. It's a huge, huge setback. So veteran teams that have the core in place are at a huge advantage. It's definitely not the Giants. Right. So uh, to answer your question, Cole from Tom, uh, Tom's River, New Jersey, my expectations are very, very low for the New York football Giants this year. But hang in there. But it's, it, it'll get better. But that being said, the coaching staff, I think is much better. I think they're more teachers than play runners. Is that does that make any sense? Yeah, like they're, yeah. they're going to teach the game. Uh, I think you'll learn more about Daniel Jones, and I think Gettleman actually had a pretty good draft. Yeah, I, I think Listen, he had. A, I think he had a pretty good I draft. Will, I'll go to bat for Gettleman from day one. And I think this might be Gettleman's last year anyway. I think he retires at the end of the year, and and and, and good, bad, or ugly. I think. I think he did pretty good this year. So we're going to find out in a couple of years from now. It's got to be better than the freaking uh, <laughs> was, uh, Jerry Reese. He's not even in the league anymore. I know. They're former GM. Yep. Now he doesn't even have a job in the league. So there you have it, folks. Podcast 416, the Jim Plunkett episode. Please be sure to visit www.jeffreybelanger.com. All the free picks are there. Uh, and click on the Amazon banner ad when you're there. Buy yourself something nice. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show and no additional cost to you. And uh, don't forget, I'm an author of the Ali Armini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead Squeeze Play. You can get directly from my publisher, thewordverve.com. If you're Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, download to your favorite electronic reading device. Don't forget about Built Bars. You're working out like I've been for the last couple of months in uh, quarantine. You want a nice, healthy snack, about 110 calories, not a lot of carbs. Built Bar. Use a promo code JeffreyB10. When you buy that, and uh, also when you're making picks, the Korean Baseball League, go to MyBookieAG. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. And as always, may the picks be with you.